Wednesday, everyone, and welcome to the latest episode of the Prairie and Smith podcast. Before we get to today's special guest, here's a quick reminder. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, subscribe on Spotify, and if you'd be so kind, leave us a quick review. Also, don't forget to follow our new Twitter account at Prairie and Smith for everything you need to know about the Sun Belt. Georgia Southern and Georgia State are fierce rivals on the field, and this weekend in Atlanta, the two teams will meet with bragging rights on the line. Our latest student-athlete guest will play in that game on Saturday. Caden, why don't you tell us a little bit more about today's guest? Super excited about the the guest we have for this episode. Obviously, a quarterback that we've talked about in high regard, high respect. A new kid on the block, one of the fresh faces in the Sunbelt Conference is none under than Georgia Southern quarterback Kyle Van Treese. He's been slinging the rock around, really shifting the culture from a triple option team to one that's really spread out. And a lot of that has to do with his arm. So obviously cannot wait for the people to hear about our conversation with him. And just tell us, tell us some of the numbers about Kyle and just the amazing year he's having so far. Yeah, last year, Kyle threw for nearly 1,900 yards and was responsible for 11 touchdowns on a 4-8 and eight Buffalo squad. But after transferring to Georgia Southern, he has become one of the best stories in college football this season. He guided the Eagles to an upset victory over Nebraska in Week 2 and has thrown for nearly 1,600 yards and 10 touchdowns through five weeks. Kyle currently is ninth among eligible quarterbacks in total offensive output, averaging nearly 325 yards per game. Kyle continues to shatter Georgia Southern passing records on a nearly weekly basis this season as his team transitions from their old triple option attack. He's put himself in the conversation among the elite quarterbacks, not only in the Sun Belt, but in all of Division I with his play. And we're looking forward to seeing what he can do throughout the remaining weeks of the season. Per usual, we learned about Kyle's journey on the field and off the field. And one of my favorite parts truly was his just journey to Georgia Southern. He's been through a lot of different places and played different ball a lot of different places. But it's very clear that he has a special connection with this school and this team. So we're super excited for y'all to hear what he has to say a little bit about his story and his season and this matchup we have coming up against Georgia State and Georgia Southern. So without further ado, the one and only Kyle Vantrese. Super excited for our next guest, one of the hottest players in the Sunbelt, one of the newest players in the Sunbelt, the new kid on the block. You see him throwing the ball around, which is not something we're used to seeing at Georgia Southern, but he's single-handedly shifting the culture and just throwing the ball around at the highest level right now in the conference. We got Georgia Southern quarterback Kyle Vantrese. How you doing, Kyle? Good. How are you guys? Thanks for having me. No problem. So obviously, we got to start with that Nebraska game. I'm sure you're tired of answering questions about it and you asked about it at 10, but that's obviously a huge moment for you and the entire program. Just walk us through what that game was like, just the team's mentality during the game, having to come back and get that win and obviously that celebration afterwards. Yeah, I mean, it's all it all comes down to the preparation and all week long, um, you know, we preach to each other that there's another, it's just 11 guys on a field. Um, you know, the field doesn't change, the atmosphere changes, but as long as we execute, uh, our game plan then where we can come out on top and you know we played a really great game of football all the way around special teams offense defense um you know but going there and get that win was pretty special not only for uh for me but for this program and for the future of this program um but the celebration with the guys it was it was awesome uh you know seeing all the smiles on those faces especially for coach helton and the coaching staff it was awesome yeah i mean it was just a huge storyline early on in the season and um you know, Kyle, after you beat Nebraska, you're named Sunbelt Offensive Player of the Week. You're a Star of the Week by the Manning Award, Walter Camp National Player of the Week. What was that week like for you personally? Were you able to soak it in, or was it kind of just reset and move on because you had a game coming up that next weekend? Yeah, I mean, you know, we have, Coach talks about it all the time, 24 hours to 
you know, celebrate or you know, feel bad for yourself and then you have to flush it. And that's kind of what I got, what I do. Um, Cause you know, one of the things that I pride myself on is never getting too high or never getting too low. So no matter what the outcome of the game is or how I play, you know, we have another opportunity the following Saturday and that's the focus. The player of the week awards, nothing new to you. I saw you grabbed a couple of those at Buffalo. You did some great numbers for them and won some ball games for them. I'm just curious, what made you leave Buffalo? What made you go into the transport, transfer portal and what made you ultimately choose Georgia Southern as your school of choice? Yeah, there was a lot of things, um, you know, uh, the new coaching staff had come in and a lot of my teammates, people that I was really close with, were either graduated or had transferred. Um, you know, I wanted a new setting. I wanted a new opportunity somewhere where I could go and kind of put my skill set on display a little bit more. Um, and then obviously entering the transfer portal. And, you know, I got hit up by a couple of schools, but Georgia Southern really stuck out. And it felt like home, not just to me, but to my mom and dad. And I could see it really in their eyes when they came down and on our official visit. Um and Coach Helton and Ellis and Coach Applin and all of the guys down here, they really just made it feel like a home for me. And it hasn't changed ever since. They, a lot of times recruiting is, you know, a pitch. But, you know, they've been true to who they are the entire time. And I really appreciate that. Now, Kyle, we only like to ask the important questions on this pod. And you lived in Buffalo. It's where the chicken wing was invented. I'm a big chicken wing guy. And I was curious where the best chicken wing is in Buffalo. Oh, man, there is an there's a countless amounts of place up there that you can go and have a good wing. Um, but there's two that definitely stick out for me. One of those being Elmo's, which is a, a you know, place right by campus, uh, right by campus. Uh, they have a couple different sauces, but it's Cajun, uh, yeah, Cajun, uh, medium Cajun hot, Cajun mild, or my favorite Cajun honey mustard. Um, and then there's another place called Barbell, which these ones are, I mean, I sit here and I crave them every time my friends send me pictures of them. Uh, but they're Cajun honey butter barbecue. And you just, you just can't. It's not too hot, uh, but also not, you know, too sweet either. And So it sounds like you're not a big uh, hot chicken wing fan. You're kind of more, you know, you like some of the bougie type uh, sauces. <laughs> I mean, I like it. I like it hot, but I do like a little bit more of the flavor uh, profiles in there for sure. Well, Kyle, you, I haven't had lunch yet, and you're definitely killing me over here and definitely making me want to get some wings really bad. But you talked on Media Day about culture and just how important it is to build it within the players and how it's really built by players in a team. And obviously, you coming from a different perspective. You're a newer addition to this team, and you obviously made an impact fast through your play and being named a captain. I was just curious, in such a short amount of time, how did you work intentionally to make the team close and really have a positive impact on the team with you just showing up in January? Well, I'll, honestly, it's less of what I did and more what the coaching staff did when they first got here. You know, Coach Helton was blessed enough to be able to come and watch this team at the end of last season and be able to kind of analyze the culture, the players, and where, where everything stood um, so that he knows how to go out or go about instilling his own culture. Um, and obviously, the culture and the tradition here at Georgia Southern is is second to none. Um, so that has to be – that has to flow no matter who's um, – the head of the program or who's running the offense or any of that. Uh, so you have to take that into consideration when building a culture. But when I first got here um, and they were, again, pitching their culture to me, it, you know, it just felt like they cared a lot about the person and obviously they care about winning, but um, they want you to be a successful human for you. They want you to be a successful athlete. Um, and then once I got here, the team just really embraced me. Uh, a lot of the older guys that, um, I can relate to a little bit more because we've been in college for a while. They really embraced me, kind of showed me the way. Um, and then obviously no matter who you are, you have to go out and earn respect to your teammates. Um, 
whether that's in the weight room, whether that's in the film room, practice field, spring ball, all that. Um, you know, and this team is just, it's got uh, something that I've never really seen. It's a, people just work. Nobody complains. Um, everybody's accountable to each other and nobody's afraid to speak out. And that's something that's very rare in college. Um, and it's been an unbelievable thing to be a part of. I know you mentioned, uh, you know, Coach Helton getting that job in November last year. I, I know that I've heard jokes just about how surprised they were at how good some of the receivers were that were in the program, despite it being a triple option. But, you know, um, what I wanted to ask you about was just your relationship with your offensive coordinator, Brian Ellis, and just kind of how he has helped you get integrated into this program, the offense. Uh, and then ultimately, how big was it kind of having that spring uh, to really get yourself integrated so that you guys could hit the ground running at the beginning of September? Yeah, Coach Ellis is an absolutely phenomenal coach. I think he's one of the best coaches in the country for sure. Um, not only as an offensive mind, but just as a as a teacher. Uh, like I said before, I mean, they, these guys care about you as a person. And they really invest in the relationship that um, we have with each other. And Coach Ellis, you know, he's had a lot, all the quarterbacks over to eat at their house. Um, we've gotten to know his family and his kids. And uh, that's kind of where those relationships and the trust is built. Um, yeah, on the field, you want to, you know, want to be on the same page and everything, but that's built through, you know, honest relationship, trust, and, you know, it takes time. But uh, coming in the spring, that was that was something I did out of high school. I, I early enrolled. It was something that I wanted to do that, you know, I wanted to try and set myself ahead. And then after last season, I decided to enter the transfer portal, and I didn't want to wait. I wanted to get somewhere where I could be a part of the spring ball and a part of the winter training and, you know, get to know the team and, you know, again, prove myself and uh, become, uh, especially in a new offense, to, to kind of set myself aside, uh, set myself where I want to be uh, for my last year. So, Well, it's definitely working out for you. And it's it's no secret you're a gunslinger, man. You're not afraid of the deep ball and your style of play. We're, you got two big fans here. We love watching you play and, and ball out. Just curious, whether it's quarterbacks from past, from college or the NFL, who are some quarterbacks that you've idolized and maybe modeled your game after over these this football journey you've had these last couple of years? Yeah, I mean, growing up, my favorite two quarterbacks were probably Peyton Manning and Drew Brees. Uh, always loved them. Uh, they're just competitors, down, and they they are not afraid of any situation. Not afraid of making any throw. Obviously, Tom Brady too is a great um, role model because of the amount of success that he's had. Um, in terms of modeling my game after, uh, it's that's that's kind of a hard thing to do because you know you are who you are, and you have to embrace that. So you know, taking. It, bits and pieces from each person and kind of learning how they went about their business or how they led as a, how they were as a leader. Those are the things that I think you can really take from somebody. But when it comes to on the field and um, you have to be who you are, you can't try to be someone else or else you're going to put, you're going to put yourself in bad situations. Now your mom, Patty was a division one swimmer in college. Uh, I know that both Caden and I are very close with our moms. They're kind of our biggest fans um, I just wanted you to maybe speak to your relationship with your mom and then ultimately the the influence that she's had on your life and maybe your football journey. Yeah, my mom's my rock. She's the person I go to when I'm, you know, down on myself or when I'm struggling with anything. Uh, she's always been there for me. She's always been there to support no matter. She's always sacrificed so much for me, my brother and my sister. Um, and yet, and she can relate because she was a college swimmer of the amount of stress that's on a student athlete uh, year round. Um so, you know, that, that relationship is, it's like, I mean, it's really, you can't put words to it. Um, but she's so special for our family and for me. Um, I mean, really, I wouldn't be anywhere I am at all without her and my dad. 
Now, I know, you know, my mom with, uh, so I do broadcasting for a living and she'll watch my broadcast back and kind of critique me. I'm curious how much football lingo your mom has. Like, is she breaking down, you know, your decisions on the field with you post game? Is, is that how those conversations go? No, not so much with my mom. With my dad, yes, he's a <laughs> okay. time football coach. So he, he knows what he's talking about. Those are the conversations I'll have with him. My mom is just kind of there making sure that I'm having fun, making sure there's a smile on my face. Because um, ultimately, that's where I'm at my best. Yeah, absolutely. Sounds like you have the best of both worlds as far as the parents and what they what they bring to the table for your for your career. But this has been a regular um, question on our podcast, Kyle. We just want to know, pregame, headphones on, what are you listening to? And if you had to pick one song, maybe like your your baseball walk-up almost, what would your one song be? Uh, you know, honestly, pregame, I, try, I don't really listen to a whole lot of music. I just kind of go with the flow. I just, um, especially in college football, if there's a college game on, I'll kind of throw that on and just kind of vibe out, listen to whatever the, uh, other people are playing in the locker room. Um, you know, I don't like to, you know, hype myself up too much again, because I like to kind of say that even keeled, uh, but if there was one song, I mean, a lot of people would agree dreams and nightmares for sure is at the top of the list. Um, but, uh, I mean, it gets everybody going. So it's a lot of fun though. You know, football obviously is a passion of yours. Uh, you wouldn't be playing it for as long and as a high level if it wasn't. Uh, but what are some other kind of passions in your life? What do you like to do, you know, away from the football field when you've got some downtime? Yeah, uh, I really like to watch movies, TV shows. Um, uh, kind of when I'm at, when I have my alone time, that's what I do. If I want, and then I obviously love hanging out with my friends. But my favorite thing to do as a stress relief or just to kind of get out in nature is golf. I love to golf. It's one of my favorite things ever. During COVID, I golfed honestly too much. I spent way too much money golfing up in uh, Buffalo, but it's definitely worth it. Um, you know, so right now I'm actually taking a, a golf class. So every Tuesday and Thursday, I get to go hit a free bucket of balls on the range, which can't complain about. Yeah, it's funny. We will be talking to uh, Georgia State running back Tucker Gregg on tomorrow's podcast. And uh, he actually mentioned that he's a really good golfer. Like, I mean, he shoots like 82. So maybe, you know, after this game, once the competition is worn off, maybe we need to get you guys together and Caden and I can come down to Georgia and like the four of us can play around a round of golf. That sounds like it'd be a blast. I'm always up for a competition. That's about what I shoot, too. So it'd be a, it'd be a lot of fun. I don't shoot that, so I would be the low man, but it would I think it'd be fun. It would be a lot of fun. I guarantee I would be the lowest man out of all of them. I would just be watching y'all two go up against each other, kind of like the match. It'd be it'd be it'd be like a live version of the match yeah. for me. Yeah. Kyle, you said you watch some movies and shows, man. Give us some recommendations. What what should we be watching right now as far as some shows and movies? Oh, I mean, uh movies. I, I really like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um a lot of sci fi stuff. Uh kind of stuff that makes you really think. Inception's a great movie, imitation game. Um TV shows. I mean, I don't think there's any TV show out there better than Game of Thrones, in my opinion. Uh, so right now I'm watching The House of Dragon. Um, so it's been a lot of fun to watch all that. But, uh, you know, and then all the, another thing I'll watch is I'll just go on and I'll watch like YouTube videos, whether that's of golf, of football, of just anything. Right? I'll just find something that interests me or grabs my attention. Sounds like you have great cinematic taste from some of those titles I heard. So so kudos to you. But you're an Ohio guy, went to school in Buffalo. You stayed up north and then now you take your talents down south. You're in the south for the first time. Is there any culture shock with that? How has it been just being in Statesboro and just being a, a student at Georgia Southern, really? Yeah, I mean, completely different worlds down here. Um, you know, Ohio and Buffalo are a lot more similar than down here in the south. But uh, it's been a lot of fun to get down here. Everyone down here is just so kind and so kind of caring, um, you know. There's a lot less uh, rules and regulations than there was in New York, so you can go out and do whatever you really want. Um, I think Bullitt County, where Facebook is, I think someone had told me uh, it has the most dirt roads in America. So 
talk about living in a city my entire life to go into that. It's, it's pretty neat. Uh, but you know, Georgia Southern, the culture down here, the student life, it's awesome. There's some, there's, there's just always something that people are doing. Um, you know, the weather's great. Can't, can't beat the weather, you know, get away from the snow. That's for sure. Um, but, uh, it's been awesome being down here. Well, I can definitely tell you haven't fully integrated because I have not heard the word y'all once in this interview, and uh, you become a Southerner when you start saying the word y'all. So if that has creeped into your vocabulary, you've officially transitioned from a Northerner to a Southerner. Here and there, it'll come out. <laughs> it means you've been there for about six months, seven months, and uh, you know, give it a year and it's going to just be flowing off the tip of your tongue. But um, you know, Kate and I, we're planning on making it to some of the Sunbelt schools in the next year. Uh, on an earlier episode, we asked Chris Thornton, the wide receiver, uh, about you know Harrisonburg, where James Madison plays. Um, but let's talk about Statesboro. Like, if, if, if Kate and I were coming to town, what are some things that like, we have to do in Statesboro? Um, well, uh, bowl and barrel. I think you guys definitely got to go have a meal there. It's one of the best steaks I've ever had in my life. Um, go see the city, go see this. I mean, it's not a huge area. There's not a huge population, but go drive some of the roads. Um, we're close to Savannah. That's a great city to go and visit for sure. A lot of fun things to do there. Uh, you know, if you guys like to golf, go to the Georgia Southern golf course. It's, it's relatively cheap and it's actually in great condition and it's a lot of fun. So, uh, that, and then there's, there's a whole bunch of places you can go to have a good time uh, some restaurants, some bars, but, uh, you know, again, the student life here is great. So you, you, it's not too hard to find something to do. Yeah. I've always heard, you know, just some great, uh, great things about the fan environment down there. And, um, you know, just that community as a whole, it feels like everyone who's down there kind of falls in love. Um, you know, we're heading into this weekend and it's a big, you know, rivalry game. I know it's, you know, some schools will not necessarily call it a rivalry, but, you're playing against Georgia State for the first time in your career on Saturday. Um, you've no doubt heard about the rivalry between these two schools. How excited are you to kind of get your first taste of this rivalry between State and Southern uh, and just kind of some of the rivalry between the programs? Yeah, I mean, coming down into the Sun Belt and here specifically, there's been a lot more, I guess you could say, tension between a lot of the opponents. Um, you know, in the MAC in Buffalo, we didn't really have a, a, a team that was close to us where we could call our rival. So being able to be a part of something like this, uh, it's pretty awesome. I mean, last week against Coastal, the atmosphere was great. You could tell you could tell the tension on the field. And even if you were at Media Day, I mean, you could tell the tension in the room, no matter who the teams were. Everybody kind of was just like eyeing each other up, you know, seeing what we were, uh, what was going on, especially with the four new teams um, and us having a new staff. Uh, so there's a lot of there was a lot of question marks there. So the tension was awesome to feel. Uh, but to be a part of a, a rivalry game like this, it, it's pretty exciting. Um, you know, obviously the goal is to come out on top. I'm excited to go out there. We're sure you've done your fair share of, of diligent film work watching this Georgia State defense. And I think their secondary is one of the more athletic and talented and opportunistic groups in the Sunbelt right now. What stands out to you about that defense? And what do you think this offense needs to do to be effective this week against them? Yeah, I mean, for us, what you have to focus on us. And that's, that's the main thing is if we execute our game plan, if we execute the things that we have to and we do our job, then we believe we're unstoppable. Now, again, like you just said, they have a really athletic back end. And really their entire defense is athletic, quick, uh, quick twitch guys, guys that are you know high motors, really good effort guys that fly around and make plays. Um, and it's going to be a lot of fun to go against those. It's going to be challenging. And um, we're going to have to go and get every yard that we, um, we want. So, uh, again, it's going to be a lot of fun and excited for the competition. 
Now, Kyle, I think one of the, the early season storylines for you guys has been uh, your offensive line's ability to keep you off your backside. Um, can you talk to me just about that unit and, and how good they have been this year? Uh, and then I think the other follow-up to that, too, is another thing that you guys have been really good at is converting on third downs. Just talk to me about why your offense seems to be clicking as well as it is right now. Yeah, I mean, big games are one in, are one in the trenches, and those guys up front have been doing a great job this year in the run game and the pass game. Uh, obviously, only been sacked uh, twice this year, so uh, they've been doing a great job you know, communicating with me and the running backs prior to the game, during the game, about looks that we might get or looks that we are getting and what we would do, what we should do. Um, you know, and it's all really a comfortability level. And as you as you watch the five guys up there play, five, six guys up there play, the more reps they get together, the more comfortable they get. Um, you know, and they've had some hard tests for sure with a lot of really good players. And they've really um, exceeded a lot of expectations from a lot of people especially going from a triple option offense to a pass dominant offense. Um, but even if that's what it looks like, we're running the ball crazy. We got, you know, unbelievable backs that are, you know, seeing the holes that this offensive line is creating. Um, and no matter who, no matter who's, what kind of offense you're running, Georgia Southern is still Georgia Southern and we're going to run the football. And guys like J- Jalen White, Gerald Green, um, those guys have been workhorses for us in the run game. And um, it all comes down to those guys up front. Coach Owens and has been doing a great job of, you know, not only uh, working them hard, but demanding the best out of them. And then in turn, they're demanding the best out of each other. Well, Kyle, uh, your team has definitely been one of the biggest surprises here early on in the season. Uh, we've loved watching you. I know that on a weekly basis, Caden and I are sitting texting back and forth about some of your performances. So it's really been great to uh, get to talk to you today. And we'll definitely be uh, watching you guys as you take on uh, Georgia State this weekend. Thank you so much. What a great interview with Kyle Van Treese. Really enjoyed hearing a little bit more about him. Caden, I know you and I have talked about our relationships with our mothers, and I think it was neat to kind of hear the influence that she has had on his football career. But a lot of great information in there. That had to be one of the best interviews that we've had so far. No, it was obviously great talking to him, and he definitely pulled back the curtain on some of his family life and some of his personal stuff, which we always appreciate. And I just thought it was super cool when we asked him a question about what kind of quarterback he is, and he just talked about how he's kind of trying to be himself, and he's definitely been himself that se- this season, and it's definitely impacted his team in his positive way. So he just seems like one of those quarterbacks that you'd want to have him lead you into battle. So great to hear him talk about that, and super excited to watch him continue playing this year for sure. It'll be a great game this weekend between Georgia State and Georgia Southern. We're going to get more into that Uh, throughout the rest of the week. Well, it was another awesome episode of the Frary and Smith podcast. Again, we'd like to say a special thank you to Kyle Van Treese and Georgia Southern Senior Associate Athletic Director Brian Johnson for helping make this chat happen. Before you go, we're excited to announce that we'll be dropping an additional episode tomorrow highlighting the other half of this weekend's rivalry matchup. So be on the lookout for our conversation with star Georgia State running back Tucker Gregg tomorrow. Thanks for taking time to listen. If you'd like what you heard on today's episode of the Frary and Smith podcast, make sure to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so that you never miss an episode. And if you'd be so kind, take a moment to write the show or leave us a quick review. We love hearing what y'all think. Finally, follow the show on our Twitter page at at Frary and Smith for all the latest Sunbelt news and notes. Well, that's goodbye for now. We'll talk to you again soon.